Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and happy Thursday. Yes, it's a little bit later than normal, but hey, guys, I have to say one thing. Or should I say I have to sing one thing? <clears throat> me, 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 me. Okay, here we go. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Who am I? Oh my God, did you hear me audition? Did you love it? Oh my God. Guys, that was an amazing episode last night for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I am still, listen, going on social media today, all you saw was Lisa Barlow singing her heart out, honey. I'm talking about watch out, Beyonce. Yes, you. Watch out. Because the Barlow baby is coming, and she is coming to get you with her, uh, uh, weighing, uh, I mean, it's just so funny to me. But I do have to say, out of everyone there at the little audition, the American Idol Salt Lake City style, <laughs> I appreciated Jen Shaw when she was like, what the hell? I thought I was coming to American Idol here. There's like four or five people, and most of them are related to Heather. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. But I also did appreciate what, what the hell was she singing? I think she was singing Amazing Grace. She was hilarious. And I have to say she wasn't as bad as a lot of other people were. I'm just saying. Uh... So yeah, Yins guys, I fucking loved last night's episode. I am going to watch it again. But we have to talk about my Bravo bitches on Potomac. But before we go into it, there's some stuff going on in Bravo that I think is important to uh, to talk about to Yins guys. Let's see. First and foremost, one thing that I thought was interesting. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Beware. Bravo schedule uh, in 2023. Put it in your calendars. I saw this on social media. Bravo underscore after underscore thoughts underscore on the Instagram, of course. And it says Million Dollar Listing LA is going to be premiering on the 8th of December. Obviously, that's not 2023, but everything else is going to be in 2023. Summer House premiering. February 6th. And I do remember, what is it? Maybe Paige was on Watch What Happens Live not too long ago saying, yeah, like Craig and I are really going to go through it for Summer House and da 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 da. So that'll be interesting. Whatever. Yes, February 6th, market. Also, Real Housewives of New Jersey, February 7th. Get ready for that shit because I am excited. And then on the 8th of February, get ready for Vanderpump Rules. 
okay, we'll get ready. That'll be fine. I'll watch it. I'll watch all of these things. Maybe not Million Dollar Listing LA. It's not as fun for me anymore just because a lot of the old people aren't really like doing their shit anymore. They're moving on with their life and all that kind of thing. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with Vanderpump as well. It's just they're giving it a run. And me personally, if I had children, I would be like, okay, I'm out. I'm done with this. I want to move on with my life. Thank you for all that cash. Bravo. But I'm moving on. So, ooh, other thing that I find to be important to talk about. All right. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it's definitely serious. It is regarding my beautiful, lovely Juan Dixon. And I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like the Joe Paterno thing with Penn State. Like that was fucked up. Yes. So it says on Reality Blurb, of course, it says, uh, quote here, Real Housewife of Potomac's Juan Dixon named in a lawsuit by ex-player over alleged sexual assault by assistant coach accused of failing to intervene. Is that true? I hope not. I hope not. But what does it say here? Da, 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 da. He was named da, 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 in this lawsuit by a former basketball player he coached at Coppin State University. Is it Coppin? Copen? Whatever. C-O-P-P-I-N. There we go. He was hired spring of 2017. And I guess he was super highly respected, clearly, because he knows what he's doing. I don't know. This could be... This could be Someone could be making it up. I don't know. But that is the big headline with the Potomac peeps. I hope it's not true. You know, all this shit comes out in the blogs. You never know what's true or not. Also, another thing that I saw on Instagram was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills canceled. But I was looking up online and it didn't really seem that what I found was BravoCon's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel was almost canceled. I didn't really see anything updated as far as the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills canceled. But I also did hear, are they on pause? Are they doing like a Roni thing? And are they on pause? Now, here's the thing. If that is in fact true, we know why that is happening. And her name is Kathy Hilton. I was telling you guys, this bitch is so powerful with the money that she has. She can shut up anybody and she can control. Like, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. And I'm telling you, if that really is the case, it's because of her. In my heart, I feel that. Could it be a thousand percent true? Who the fuck knows? But I'm convinced that it could have been her, if that is true. And they do, in fact, put a pause for the cause. And they're hanging out with Dorinda. (laughs) So we will see. The other thing that I think is important to talk about, Bethany Frankel, bitch, Bethany Frankel. She went on her social media and says, oh, my God, I have this huge announcement. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, what is the announcement? Let me tell you, guys. She has a new podcast. It's not just B with Bethany. I don't I, I think she called it something different, but she has this new podcast and it's literally talking about her life as a housewife and all this shit, and she's going to have other housewives on there and all this stuff. But then her ex-gal, her ex-best friend, Carol Radswell, she goes on the defense and she slams Bethany Frankel about her Housewives podcast. And this is what she says. (laughs) She says, oh, Lordy, how original. And... 
She she did build her brand by trashing and mocking women, specifically the housewives. And Bethany always returns to what she does best. I mean, right out the gate, she trash talks the other housewives podcasts. LOL. Good luck to her. Some things will never change. Ooh. But isn't that kind of your job as a housewife? Like, you're supposed to trash each other. I mean, it is just a fact. If you're a reality star on Bravo at this point, your job is essentially to talk shit about the people that you film with. Look at Winter House. Look at Summer House. Look at fucking Southern Charm. And it's usually between Craig and Austin because you know that they have, like, they're in love with each other. Craig and Austin equals Tom and... Tom. Like, both of them should get married. Tom and Tom should get married. Sandoval, oh, wait, I just fucked it up. Austin and Craig should get married. Tom and Tom should get married. Makes sense. We all see it. There's love, brotherhood, everything. Just do it. Just do it. You're going to have a spinoff show, even though a lot of people are saying there's going to be a spinoff for Tom Tom or fucking Schwartz and Sandy's, whatever. Apparently that's open. It looks very, uh, trippy. It's like a trippy atmosphere. I wouldn't know. I just saw pictures on uh, online. Now, whew, but I do have to say, Yins, guys, this week has been super intense. Also, so sorry. My apologies for not releasing an episode last week. I was sick, got it from my nephew and my niece. It was not fun. It wasn't COVID, thank goodness. But I'm pretty sure it was like a terrible ass cold sinusy infection. I went to the doctor. They couldn't figure it out and all this kind of shit. But I felt fucking awful. And that's why I didn't release an episode. And uh, I'm sorry, Yins, guys. But I appreciate that Yins are back. And uh, yeah, there's that. So yeah, a lot of shit going on that I think is pretty intense. But I dig it. And I can't wait for more. Let's see. Anything else on the top of my head? Other than a weigh-in. It's just, I'm sorry. It was just classic. It's almost as classic as, oh, and viva la diva. It's just amazing. It really, really is. So if we talk about the episode of Potomac, I have to say, Potomac is not doing it for me right now. I, I feel like they're kind of looking for a storyline, like a strong one. The whole Chris and going into people's DMs and all this shit, obviously we saw it's at the very end of the episode. Ashley says, you know, I had a friend who went to the spring thing for Karen's event. She said that he was pretty flirty to me. And then Candace was like, why are you coming to me now? And why didn't you sit down with me in private like I have given you the respect And you're doing it in front of everyone. And she's like, well, I mean, I just figured I was going to see you. So might as well do it face to face instead of a text or a phone call. So, you know, Candace gets all crazy defensive, which at this point I would too. I feel like this whole thing with Chris is a bunch of bullshit. I'm on Candace's side, believe it or not. Holy fuck, I can't even say. Mark it down. Mark it down, baby. Mark it down. What's up? 3.09 p.m. November 10th, I'm on Chris's and uh, Candace's side. Holy shit. I would definitely be on Chris's side more so, but like, holy shit, I'm on Candace's side. I think it's bullshit. They're looking for stories. Giselle needs to like pull the stick out of her ass as far as like, hey, I was uncomfortable. Like he was in a room with like, come on, dude. I don't understand. 
Are you looking for a storyline? Is Bravo coming to you and saying, hey, you need to beef up your storyline because you're not doing it for us right now. You have nothing to stand on. Whereas Robin, (laughs) she's standing on it. She's standing on it. She's standing on it. And guess what? She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. Do we remember those scenes? They're classic, iconic. Robin's stepping it up, I do have to say, and I'm loving it. A lot of energy from her, a lot of sassiness, a lot of I don't give a fuck. And I appreciate that. I knew, I knew that she had it in her. She just releases it when no one thinks that it's coming, basically. Does that make sense? Hopefully. So the whole Chris DM thing, it's not that serious in my opinion. (laughs) When Mia says to the girls, oh, yes, well, Chris was basically looking at me the whole time at the spring fling. Where you see production roll that shit back (laughs) and they say in their heading, Chris, not looking at Mia. It is legit in front of our face. That's hilarious to me because also, too, then you have Robin calling Sharice at the end of the episode when they're doing the burn session, which is basically the burn book, but with like a little piece of paper and you're going to put it in probably her three wick candle. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Kern. Which candle are you using to do the burn session? That They should have said something about that because I was kind of wondering when she was about to be burning that shit and I was like, damn, whose candle is that? Was it on sale? Did you have to pay full price? Tell me. What's the scent? Is it vagina? Like fucking, what's her name that does the damn candles? What the hell is her name? Gwyneth Paltrow? Is it a special scent like that? Does anyone have that candle, by the way? Because I'm pretty sure there is a candle that says vagina or it smells like vagina. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, someone reach out to me if they have that candle and let me know if it smells good. I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. So, but at the end of the episode, you have Robin calling Sharice because clearly everyone's trying to, well, at least Wendy's hope was that everyone would get together, they would talk about their feelings, and they would listen and empathize with each other and not yell and scream and then be able to get over it. We would not have a show. We would not have a Bravo Network if that were the case. And this is why we love the Bravo Network. So when Wendy was saying something about Robin, no, actually, they got to Robin and Robin was like, hey, Wendy, you and I are like oil and water and I'm fine with it. And then Wendy's like, no, but why? And then Robin just goes off the cuff and she's like, you're trying to tell me that I was trying to put my hands on you at the fucking sex party dance thing. And then she calls Sharice and says, Sharice, did you put a hand on me so I wouldn't go after Wendy at the dance thing? And then production rolls it back. And we, in fact, see Sharice putting her elbow and her hand up to Robin just to hold her back. But here's the thing. I don't think Robin would do anything anyways. I think Sharice was just like, all right, chill out. I don't think she was like, hey, Robin's going to snap and pull a fucking Monique Samuels on this bitch. I don't think she was thinking that. And I don't think that Robin would do that. So Wendy's going on in the social media streets, I'm assuming. Because if it's Twitter, I wouldn't know. I don't go on Twitter. I don't have one, just like a TikTok. I don't do that shit. Maybe I'm old as fuck, but there we are, such is life. But apparently, Wendy's talking shit about Robin basically trying to put a hand on her, which is not true. And Robin calls Sharice and says, 
did I do that? And after production rolls the shit where we in fact see that she did, Sharice was just like, no. And then she's like, thank you, love you, bye. And then that was it. And then Robin's like, this is bullshit. I'm leaving. I'm putting my Uggs on in the van. Fuck it. Bye, bitch. Da-da-da-da-da. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It was great. I loved it. Giselle's talking. Everyone's like, calm down, Giselle. Like, bring your voice down. She's like, no, this is just how I talk. Karen's all confused saying, what the hell? The bad energy is on Robin and fucking Giselle. Like, it was insane. And then you got Mia also saying that Chris was looking at her to Candace and then she's freaking the fuck out and everyone's freaking the fuck out. Of course, it's to be <laughs> to be continued. And I do love the fact that Candace said, I don't really get a good vibe from wineries, if we recall. And then they show back two years ago when Monique beat the shit out of her, basically. Uh, so, yeah, Candace, I feel you on that. I really am kind of jumping on Candace's you know, I'm defending her. What the fuck? This is interesting. As I said before, they need something. I think Potomac needs something to, I don't know. Obviously, I feel like you're not going to get as good as what it was with Monique and Candace. And I know that I hate saying that because that's terrible. But as far as television is concerned, something more needs to happen in this season of Potomac. We see, yes, Ashley's dealing with separating from Michael. Michael gets, you know, a little clip clip so he doesn't, you know, get Ashley pregnant again, even though they're not having sex. I don't know. I'm with Mia where she said, I'm pretty sure Michael got the snip snip so he doesn't have any illegitimate children. Yes, Mia, I agree with you. Yes. And then the other big storyline is Mia with her health thing. And I think that's very important to talk about. But it's not going to be as juicy, if you will, as far as entertainment is concerned. The way that Michael Darby was seasons past and the whole Candace Monique thing. And, you know, obviously, if it was Giselle and Candace, there's not going to be any physical fight there at all, which is good. There should never be a physical fight at all. But I don't know. Their fight just doesn't seem like it. It's not entertaining. I think at least with Monique and Candace, maybe it's because they were so much closer in age. It was just more, I don't even want to say relatable, but it just made sense more. Because realistically, I don't see Candace really hanging out with someone Giselle's age or Karen's age. I just don't. Same thing with Ashley, but maybe more so. Oh, that's the other thing too that we saw. A lot of people taking to the Instagram streets here, making a big ass deal that Luke from Summer House slash Winter House finally met up with Ashley Darby. They went to a Capitals game. And it's so funny because so many people are like, ooh, they were getting really comfy and cozy. Come on, stop with that bullshit. They probably went out together because maybe they both thought each other was hot, whatever. But they also knew that everyone at BravoCon Andy included, wanted this to happen. So they were probably like, let's fucking do this. It'll get some press. Cool. Let's do it. Maybe you're kind of cool. All that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that big of a deal. They just went out and that was that. But people, you know, they like to talk shit up and uh, say things that aren't real. Hashtag the blogs, the trolls, all those people. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a troll. I don't think that I am. I definitely give Yin's guys the tea that I find from 
online, from social media. You know, obviously, I have no inside people within the Bravo Network. However, I do have to say, Jason from Winterhouse started following me. That's pretty awesome, I do have to say. So I have a few Bravo peeps following me, which is great. I think total there's three, which I love all three of these people. They are fucking phenomenal. Shout out to you, Frank Catania. Yes. Shout out to you, Anisha from Family Karma. Yes. And of course, shout out to Jason. Fucking yes. Family Karma is not disappointing. Family Karma is also one of the most positive shows to me on the Bravo Network. I mean, if there's drama, there's like so much comedy humor within it. I don't know. The vibe is just so loving, even though some shit happens. But it's not like Lisa Rinna, don't you ever talk about my house? It's not like that. It's just, it's fucking awesome. And as I said before, the people from Family Karma are amazing. I met Vishal, Richa, Amrit, and Amrit's, I think now husband, Nicholas? I think it's Nicholas. I always forget his name. I feel so bad. But I met all of them in Chicago, and they, I, I have all positive things to say about them. A thousand percent. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand percent. I wish I lived in Miami so I could be their friend, basically. So, trying to think. Winter House tonight. I'm excited. We saw, um, you know, Jason get his little kiss from Rachel. I think that's her name, right? I know last week I think I said something about not remembering certain people's names. I think Jason was one of them. But what the fuck is wrong with me? I suck balls, okay? But yeah, apparently she can, she wants him to be more aggressive. So we'll see if that happens. But currently, I don't think they're a thing because she went on her Instagram and she was like going somewhere in New York or whatever. I think she is a boyfriend or whatever. Good for you. Then we'll see Craig being Craig. Paige is crying like, oh, my God, Craig's acting like a douche lord because he is one. You know, he thinks he's the number one guy in this group. Jax Taylor, you better call him up and say, bitch, I'm the number one guy in this group. That's it's crazy. Also, too, you got both the Toms up there in Winter House. Let's see how it goes. I do have to say let's recall many, many moons ago, whenever the fucking show of Vanderpump Rules started. Tom Sandoval made such a big thing as far as like doing the workout, the workout, the workout. I'm just saying he's he's having a good time. He's not doing that model body anymore, which he shouldn't have to. He looks phenomenal now. You know why? Because he looks like a motherfucking real dude. That's all I'm saying. That's right. I said it. But for those who like to be chiseled as fuck, I hate Yin's people because I'm not like that. <laughs> Okay, I digress on that shit. I am not body shaming anyone. That's all I'm saying. So that was basically the the week of Bravo. I'm trying to think anything else. Below Deck, the fucking adventure. I can't get into it. I am so angry about it. Ooh, but real quick, let's go piggyback uh, back on the Winter House. That Jessica girl, come on, dude. You're acting like Malia, okay? I'm all cute. I read somewhere that she had to have said something to Tom and Tom. And I guess people are trying to put her in her place. I don't know what the hell she said. But the one thing that I got annoyed with is she thinks she's hot shit. She gets guys so easily, apparently. She doesn't have a lot of girlfriends. I know why you don't have a lot of girlfriends, bitch, because you're not a girl's girl. (sighs) 
That frustrated me. But I'm going to stop bitching because I'm sounding like a bitch. I literally just reminded myself <laughs> of Katty, Katie Herring from Mean Girls. I know it sounds like I was acting like a bitch, but I really wasn't being a bitch. Pretty sure that's not the quote, but Yin's guys get what I'm saying. So another episode in the books. Yin's guys, thank you so much for listening. So sorry again that the episode is a little bit late, but I appreciate Wow, I can't talk, but I appreciate Yin's guys' patience, and I think you're fucking phenomenal. Make sure you like and subscribe this podcast. Tell your friends, rate five stars. Follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And of course, follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. I will catch you guys next time. And uh, yeah, enjoy Winter House and away. Yins guys are welcome. Love Yins, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.